This is the Night Owls Disc Golf Podcast. My voice cracked. <laughs> I'm Shane. I'm JP. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. Yeah, I've regressed. Um, well, I can understand, like, if the weather's changing and getting kind of nasty, like, mm-hmm. makes your voice fluctuate. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll work with it. All right. That's easy enough. So uh, this is the Night Owls Disc Golf Podcast, and we are going to make this episode a bit different. So Ben is not joining us tonight because he's a tired boy driving back from um, <clears throat> Chicago, right? Or Illinois from yeah, somewhere. Yeah, he said Illinois. He was there for some... Memorial or something yeah, like something that, right? Like that. Yeah. So um, he will not be joining us tonight. So it is JP and I, and we're going to kind of flash back a little bit to the first couple months that we were on, and we had kind of crazy Mondays or random Mondays or Monday yeah. bonanzas. Yeah. Is that what we called it? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, just, I forgot what it was, but yeah, yeah, we just did shorter Monday episodes that yep. were kind of fun. Yep. So we will kind of do that. So there'll be disc golf and craziness and... Uh, if you like it, let us know. But with that being said, door underscore disc underscore golf, night underscore owl underscore pod, and then doordisc.com and where you can buy all your disc golf needs. And I think I said doordisc.com. <laughs> Sound like doordisc. <laughs> I know. I was a disc. All right. Disc. Well, we'll be adding stuff there. I'm not buying that domain name. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, JP, let's start off with, uh, let's just go right into this list. So we have a list where it is. Basically, like, ridiculous and hilarious things to do before you die. Yeah. So we'll go through and we'll just uh, pick out a few that we like and we'll have a discussion whether it would go over well or not um, with the people or even just have a discussion about it. So number one on this list just makes me crack up. Because I think when I used to sit at a desk in an office, yeah. it was a very short time. It was only about four years. <laughs> if I would have done this, it would have been amazing. But what it says is every time you receive an email, just meow. <laughs> <laughs> just for no reason. Yeah. Sitting in the office, every time you receive an email, meow. Back in the day, it wasn't that big of a deal because I'd receive maybe 10 to 15 emails a day. Okay. Can you imagine doing that nowadays? No. Like (laughs) the amount of emails that come up on my phone every single, I mean, without exaggeration, hundreds. Yeah. Every day. (laughs) Can you imagine just sitting at a desk? (laughs) You're sitting next to someone typing away and they're just like, meow, meow. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing, Joe? (laughs) Yeah. Meow. Getting emails. Meow. (laughs) All right. What's yours? I like this one. Create a random piece of art and put it up for sale for a million dollars. It is art is open to interpretation. Agreed. And so who's to say that your piece of art that you make isn't worth a million dollars or not? I agree. I don't know. And there was that 2020 craze where like all these young kids and I don't know if you saw it like on TikTok and like they were just doing these weird things where they would like grab paint cans and pop poles in the bottom and just slide them across. Like, oh yeah. I saw something about that. I, I watched those cause sometimes they're, they're kind of super cool. Yeah. yeah. I saw some guy, he did, um, it was like one of those, like, you know, like trays that you use for paint, like a paint mm-hmm. roller tray. And he just filled it all with paint and like put it. So it was like rainbow and then he just pushed it and it just like slid out and then like slid yeah. back across one way. Yes. I was like, that's super cool. That's something easy and dumb enough you could do. I know. And dude's getting like 10 G's of paint. Probably. <laughs> just for sloshing some paint exactly. around. Exactly. So there was this young girl that would, and when I say young, like three, four years old, and she made, I don't remember the numbers, so I'm just going to make up numbers, but they were absurd numbers. Mm-hmm. They were like $2 million. She made like $2 million because what her parents did was basically covered a room in like paint tarps and drop cloths and all that stuff okay. and let her in the room, put canvases all over the room, dipped her hands and feet and just like put her in like a bathing suit, dipped her hands and feet and whatever else she wanted mm-hmm. in paint and just let her go to town, walking oh, wow. in the room, touching the walls, doing whatever she wanted to do. Yeah. But there was canvas everywhere. 
they ended up selling all these things for an absurd amount of money. And so what ended up coming <laughs> coming out is that the parents were just using it to do whatever they wanted with. Yeah. So they got called out on it. And then they decided to start a college fund for the kid. <laughs> I was like, wow, good job, guys. Good yeah. job. Oh, I'm going to randomly tie this into disc golf then real quick. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you play like or, um, Zoe Andike's yep. thing. They recently did something where um, they invited a bunch of disc golfers to do paintings. And okay. I think the money yeah, obviously went to like go to funding courses and help with them. Yeah. And so um, I think Simon actually like took some discs and like did disc art with them and okay. all that other stuff. And I thought that was pretty cool. I think I've seen some other people like probably like Ella Hansen, like they had a number of people mm-hmm. doing this. But it reminded me too of um, there's this famous, I think he's Japanese. He's this older gentleman. And I just remember he was in a Mountain Dew commercial He's a famous artist, but mm-hmm. he had like boxing gloves and he would just like punch the walls and like <laughs> smear his hands uh-huh. all over the place. And his art sells for thousands of dollars. Isn't but like, that there's great? no, yeah. I don't know if there's any like specific mm-hmm. strokes that he's trying to make or anything like that. But you just look at it and you're like, yeah, I could do something. Like yeah. That. Like, I, I have no idea. So, what we should do is set up a canvas behind a disc golf basket. Oh. And just coat our discs in paint. Yeah. And then try to putt at the mm-hmm. at the basket. Right. So there's going to be a lot of like solid disc hits because we're going to miss the basket. Yeah. <laughs> but then when it hits the chains, I'm sure it'd be like really the cool. Splatter like, paint. Psh, the yeah. splatter and all that stuff. I was thinking stuff. about that too. You could or paint the chains too and just let yeah. it fly. Let it do however. So, all right. We'll take it back to disc golf. We'll hold it at disc golf. Next time you're at a tournament and you're in an elevator going like down to get to the course that yeah. you're staying in the hotel – doesn't matter who's in there with you. Just look at the person right next to you and be like, did you just fart? <laughs> <laughs> just see what they do. It's like, you have that look on your face. Like, yeah. saw, what am I smelling right now? Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this commercial today and or video and uh, um, someone's like, this would be a great um, commercial for AirPods. Mm-hmm. So it's this girl and she's on a bus and she has to fart really bad. <laughs> and she's like, okay, if I can time it out to the music, because the music's just loud enough, no one will hear me fart. And so you see her and like, I forgot what the song is, but she's like, you know, letting, letting them fly, like certain like bass drops and stuff like that. But all of a sudden you see everybody on the bus, like looking around and they all just start looking at her. And then she takes out her... And the, and the guy like taps her on the shoulder. He's like, he's like, stop farting. We know it's you. Like we can tell it's you. And she's like, she pulls out her AirPods. She's like, oh my god, I'm the only one listening to this music right now. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's funny. One of the funniest things that I've seen in recent history is I was watching a show. It was like a a video, a TikTok or yeah. something, probably a reel, and it was of deaf people who okay. didn't like. So. There was a real reaction, and then there was, like, the reaction to the real reaction from a deaf person Yeah, of saying, like, the real reaction was, like, what was that sound? Like, <laughs> I just heard a little sound, like she had just got one of those cochlear implants. Oh. <laughs> and she was, like, and the guy was, like, well, you farted. And the lady was, like, I did not fart. And she goes, <laughs> yeah. And she goes, they make sounds? <laughs> it was a deaf person saying this. And then, and then you know, of course, like. It switches screen, and then there's another guy, like, like yeah. this big, like, burly guy, and he's a deaf guy, too, and he's like, they make sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was what it just, and you don't think about that, but, like, never heard a thing in your life, and you're just ripping them. Like, yeah. you're just, like, letting them go, because you don't think anything of right. it. <laughs> oh, man. I think that sound, that's fantastic. I like this one. Go up to strangers and act like you're lifelong friends <laughs> or like you pretend like you haven't seen them in a long time. Yes. You're just like, oh, hey, like so good to run into you. Like, I can't believe we like it's been so long. Like you've been, yeah. your wife and kids. <laughs> that would be funny. Do you remember that day that Miss Moore and, <laughs> just <ran laughs> <up> and, <laughs> and just see if they roll with it? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, um, <laughs> 
this would be funny too. I, I'm not gonna. We don't want to talk about this one, but this would be hilarious. Bring a fishing pole to an aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so <laughs> drive around in a clown costume. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. I think that's good. <laughs> I, make sure it's like an unmarked van. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a white van. White van. <laughs> How about glue coins to the ro- to a road in like a crosswalk? <laughs> so the, the one of the first restaurant, like real restaurants I ever worked at, right in the entryway. So you walk into the entryway and it's kind of like like any old school supper club. You used to walk in and there was like an entryway. And yeah. they did them just like that down in Florida and everything. My boss glued a dollar piece. Down to the floor oh, there. Really? <laughs> you, it was amazing how many people stopped and tried to grab that thing every single time. It was hilarious. All right. I think that this would be hilarious to do. To hire two investigators to investigate each other. <laughs> two private investigators. I have this guy I really need you to investigate and to give him the name and then have another one do it. Oh, wow. How great would that be? It'd be funny to see what they came back with. Oh. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they tell you, like, like they give you, like, a report. Yeah. yeah I'd be like, this guy, he's re- he's been following me. I think he's on to me. <laughs> it'd be funny if they figured it out. Like, I don't know if it'd be funny if they figured it out or if they, like, or it would be great if they actually knew each other and then they decided to turn it around on you oh, and they come back with some horrible stuff. That like, would be, you'd be like, oh my God, I had so much dirt on the both of you. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, just make up a bunch of stuff. This one would be fun too. If I ever go to like anywhere that has taxis still, like get back to Vegas on the strip or anything like that. Just randomly jump in the backseat of a taxi and be like, follow that car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, this one's pretty good. Put put blue Gatorade in a Windex bottle (laughs) and drink it when you're around somebody. So in college, one of my buddies took that to school. So, well, took it to one of our classes. So we had a night class, and I want to say it was like... It was an education class, like something, whatever yeah. it may have been. I don't remember what it was. But it was Damon Means, who was the uh, teacher of it, or the professor. So he took a Windex bottle, yeah. put blue Gatorade in it, and he pulls it out of his backpack. And I'm sitting right next to him. And I didn't know he was doing this. And I knew he, like, he had told me he was going to do it. And when I saw the Windex bottle, I'm like, oh, not in here. Not in here. Because this was not the professor. Well, he was a pretty cool professor. Okay. But he was, like, a no-nonsense professor. He takes the thing off, <laughs> sets the, like, squirter on the table and just starts drinking. And <laughs> he, Mr. Means, looks looks at him and goes, boy, are you retired? <laughs> no, this is a whole different time. <laughs> yeah, right. Boy, are you retired? <laughs> And he's just, he just started, like, he started laughing so much. It was, like, coming yeah. out of his nose and mouth. And <laughs> so he got in trouble, but oh. it was still pretty entertaining. Well. <sighs> you want some? Yeah, exactly. Here. It's pretty good. Like, the professor got in trouble for saying that, or the, the kid got in trouble for drinking it? The kid got in trouble for drinking it. Oh, well, okay. it was more making the mess and all that stuff. He had to, oh, he had to clean the... Okay. He had to, it was uh, really one of the only th- – we only had three stadium-style classrooms where yeah. I went. And it was one of the only three stadium-style oh, classrooms, so he had to clean it. It was a fun one. Oh, yeah. We didn't really have too many of those either. Just in like the newer sections of um, the school, like newer buildings. Mm. Yeah, a lot of them were still the old school yeah. classroom style. Or we had longer like desks. Wasn't yeah, yeah, like long, yeah. No, ours were still like sitting a student desk like <laughs> – uh, Oh, that would be another. That's that would be a good one. So you're in a cl- crowded place, like Fall Fest, like yeah. it just happened. Just poke a person and then point at another person, and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen this a lot on TikTok. People pretend that they're on the phone, they're having like real, you're like 
private conversations oh. with people, but like they speak about it really loud and say yes. like the most obnoxious, <laughs> obnoxious stuff. Like, oh, I can't believe this happened to me last night with so and so. It's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And then like there's people, you know, wherever and like <laughs> yep. Yep. catch their catch their reactions. <laughs> so that kind of goes along with one. Have you seen the guy that does like the random opera singing where he has like No, I don't think like, so. Like he has like headphones on, but he'll hold like the phone up as like a selfie and he'll just start singing at the top of his lungs, like when he has his headphones on, but he'll just start singing at the top of his lungs some <laughs> random stuff. And it's not like like it doesn't sound good. He's yeah. just like making noise basically oh it's hilarious it's like that he's like a british guy or a guy from uk mm. he does it so all right you got any more the last one i saw was um text a random number and tell them that you buried the body in, the backyard. <laughs> in their backyard that would be funny just pick a random number and be like the body's buried yeah <laughs> uh um all right. Uh, no, I. Like a Christmas sweater in summer. Why would you want well, to yeah, do that to yourself? That sounds, oh, that sounds itchy and agonizing. hot. Agonizing, yeah. exactly. Vacuum your lawn. That's even better. Although with all these dad lawns out there, I need to. I need to vacuum. I need to, I need <laughs> you to, need to vacuum, vacuum your lawn, huh? Yeah. No, mow my lawn. But the, but true, like they really do have. Um, yeah, there's like, like baggers. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. people that go through your yard and do mm-hmm. leaves and whatever. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like actually a decent business. Like yeah. Just, I'm going to go vacuum, vacuum someone's yard. Yeah. You're going to quit the post office, go vacuum someone's yard. <laughs> I mean, you can charge whatever you want. You know how funny it would be if you would like put up on Facebook Marketplace, like leaf cleanup, you know, like yeah, yeah. $5 an hour or something like that, <laughs> and then just show up with like a shark vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be a while. <laughs> I should be done by next week yeah. sometime. <laughs> Do you have somewhere I can plug this in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I have like one, we have one of those little um, like handheld vacuums that it's like real easy to. Like a like, dustbuster-ish yeah, type mostly, thing. Yeah, yeah, get in the car and like mm-hmm. scoop it out or whatever. <laughs> Funny you show up with that. <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to empty it out like every five minutes. <laughs> they come back at you. You got anything bigger? Yeah. No, this is it. <laughs> this, is, this is what I got. This is what you're paying for right here. Oh, man. It, it really mulches. Really no? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. So you get a garden bed I can throw this stuff in? Yeah. Or? All right, sir. Want to talk about disc golf a little bit? Sure. All right. So yeah, the championship just went down. It did go down. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so full transparency, uh, Fall Fest, which is a large festival up here in Door County, went on this weekend and being in the hospitality industry, um, I basically just barely come came up to breathe like four or five hours ago. <laughs> So it was a busy weekend. We had a lot going on and I didn't get to watch any of it. I mean, I got like the little updates and posts that I've seen that basically every day everybody does, but I didn't get to watch much of it. So this is going to be dominated by uh, JP and I'm sure I'll have my things to say because I always do. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I didn't get to watch a ton of it either. I was just busy with stuff. I did try to. Joel has a few things here and there, mm-hmm. and um, I watched the final round of the MPO today. I was at Fall Fest for a soapbox car derby mm-hmm. this morning, so I didn't get to see the FPO too much. Um, I heard that or saw that Missy Gannon won. Mm-hmm. She uh, second time, so mm-hmm. 40 she's th- the points leader. She was a points leader coming into the, or was she second? Um, shoot, I don't remember. I thought, she, I thought it was Chris. Wasn't it Kristen Own? No, Own was third or fourth coming okay. into the day, or yeah. coming into the tournament. And right. Then I think she and Cat Merch actually tied um, okay. for second, and they ended up um, combining the pot for second mm-hmm. and third, and then they split it. Oh wow! Yeah, so they made them. out with a little more money. And then when so, Missy won forty thousand, mm-hmm. and according to Sat Mandel, this is her largest 
purse. Uh, I think previously 2021 was the biggest, and then 2022 was her third, which was like 14000 I want to say, and then 2021 okay. was like twenty. So this is her third two. time winning it? This is her second time okay. winning, and that tied her. This win tied her for most ever between FPO or MPO. No one else had had really? uh, two mm-hmm. until Ricky won this afternoon. Oh, sure. And he became a three-time champion okay. and back-to-back champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, pretty exciting. I mean, Owen was up there for a day. She was leading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kristen was up there. You know, obviously, she Kristen had the most. You know, she started with the... Stroke lead. Yep. Five strokes. Five strokes. Yep. And then um, she kind of played herself out of it. She had mm-hmm. an Instagram post earlier today saying that she wasn't the feeling her best um, and that she may have been dealing with some other things internally. Okay. Like mentally. <laughs> I don't okay. know. What, she didn't go into great detail about it, but she said she kind of was trying to fight through it. And then she's worded it really weird. Like she's like, I gotta find it real quick because it was something about murdering herself, and I was like, "That's a really odd way of." Uh, I feel like that's a translation it. issue. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what did she say? Yeah, even though wait, this week has been hasn't been easy. It has been quite miserable. I've been fighting with some health issues and battling some internal struggles. Um, on Saturdays, wait. I wasn't able to make magic happen on Saturday's back nine. I absolutely murdered myself. I wasn't able to come back from the dead. That could be the translation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she says that she, you know, couldn't be happier or more proud of how 2023, you know, ended up overall. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She can't be angry about that without a doubt. No. Um, she did an absolutely fantastic job this year. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, great job for Missy. And obviously you want to see Tatar kind of – I like seeing the dominant seasons out of mm-hmm. them. But sure is nice to see other winners as well. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. Mean, I mean, Missy had a good season. Like, mm-hmm. she had uh, – what was it? Silver win. What was the other one? She had an – I'm not up on – I can't think week to week very well, but I know she definitely had another win up there. Mm-hmm. Um but big money Missy, she just that's her thing. She yeah. wins the large checks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was she ledged on this year? Yes, yes. That's yes, that's the other other win, I believe. So yeah, Missy had a minus three round today and then Owen ended up in second, but she, she own shot plus three, uh can't merch, tied her, she shot a plus one, so they both tied it. Minus one, minus two, Kristen Tatar, uh, plus one, finished overall. She shot a minus one today, so she actually moved up because she was on chase card. And then falling out was um, Allie Smith. And then Haley King came in, I guess, tied for fourth with Kirsten, then Allie Smith, then Stacey Ronsley, then Jen Allen. Okay. And so, and then another thing that kind of during FPO that some people were kind of saying was, um, you know, there's only eight women in the field in you know the past two days, yet we didn't get to see Chase Card much, right? And um, you know, if for some of these people who it's like first time for like Ally Smith or Stacey Ronsley, like if this is a chance for them to get exposure or family members to get to see them, right? Whatever it is, they just that that Chase Card. Um, coverage just kind of fell to the side and like they concentrated mainly on the feature card or the, you know, first card. And, you know, with the amount of money that's being thrown around in these matches, it would be a drop in the bucket to just put a bit more to incentivize chase card. Yeah. Like it it wouldn't affect payouts. I mean, greatly at all. No. I mean, you got 25, I think, what was it? 2,500 just for making the... Just semifinals, yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably like fifteen hundred for making, yeah, for yeah. even showing up. And that's, I mean, that's that's it's unfortunate because you always want to see the the growth of the sport. You know, you want to see those type of things happen, well, yeah. and I especially mean, pushing, um, you know, the female sport mm-hmm. that we've been seeing 
for years. I mean, for we've been about five years, it's been really being pushed. Maybe six years now, it's been really being pushed. Like we need to get more exposure, we need more exposure. And this is at the highest level. Like, why not? I mean, there's not that many cards. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they keep everything small is so they can add coverage. And that was one of the things that was said, but it didn't seem like they did then. Right. Because, like, even, even today during the final round of MPO, they were kind of going back and forth because uh-huh. um, Calvin was on the heater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but even all weekend, there was problems with coverage. Day two, DGN goes down, so they had to switch it over to their... Um, YouTube mm-hmm. and people are like well I'm paying for this and this is like you know a full season problem they've had like at tournaments you know getting in the woods or whatever yeah. um, people cell phone coverage obviously you know mm-hmm. they're drawing from cell issues and that's a bit disappointing like even the final round today I was like watching I was like okay buffering 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 I'm like well, yep. this sucks like I still get to see it but I'd like to see it not right be glitchy. <laughs> right, right, right. And don't you think they could go, you know, I mean, because they're starting to get large national brands. Don't you think they could go and go into some sort of cellular company and have them sponsor some sort of tower, like portable tower or something like that? Mm-hmm. And, and then this is just an idea, because I don't know what these things cost. I'm sure they're big money and all yeah. that stuff, but... Wouldn't it be a great advertisement to say, hey, we've never had coverage here before, but now we do. Thanks, thanks Verizon. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Cellcom. Thanks, whoever. Yeah. Well, even Fall Fest, <clears throat> um, they, I don't remember when it was. I don't know if they did it this year or not, but um, Door County Broadband at one point provided a like tower or hotspot in the middle of town so people could have coverage and you could yes. link up to it. Yep. I think that would just be a great idea. Absolutely, yeah. Because there's a lot of those things out there for rural, rural, rural area. Yeah. Is that, is that yeah. right? <laughs> there's a lot of those things out there. And I think they just get shadowed because everything's so, like, high speed this, high speed that. Mm-hmm. Like, And I know some of these, like, Door County Broadband, I don't know if they could stream live at sports like that. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean... Why not? I mean, why not try it to, to try it? Exactly. Well, I mean, if you're 5G, like that'll stream anything. Mm-hmm. So if you can get one of these cell phone companies to, you know, front one of these advertisements like this, or even like, let's go have these, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. They could probably get a tower, like sure. one of those portable towers. Because don't they have like vans that they like pop up a big tower like they do for news stations and stuff? I would think so. Or is that all satellite based? <sighs> this is how ignorant I am about yeah. this stuff. I don't know. I just, keep thinking about, it reminds me of like Iron Man, where he's like busts into the guy's uh, van. He's like, oh my God, you're Tony Stark. And he's like, hey, yeah, I need to borrow your van for a couple of minutes to like do this, this, and this. And he's like, okay, yeah, no, it'll be our secret. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, that's right. Doesn't he like just randomly break in and start hacking everything? Yeah, I think it was in Iron Man 3. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the news van guy's like, oh my God. Yeah. He's like, yeah, come in. Yeah, like, yeah. okay. Ooh. Wasn't he calling everybody else in or something like that? No, just Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Tony's like, yeah, like shut the doors or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Terry Miller's like, hey, I'm gonna bust into this van and like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're Terry Miller. <laughs> you're yeah. Telly Mer- Terry Miller, the disc golf guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it'd probably be Johnny V because he's the right. tech guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, that would be his, like, oh, Jarvis. Oh, wait, you're Johnny V? Oh, yeah. I don't. <laughs> no, that would be Jarvis. He'd be in there and be like, all right, Johnny, tell me what to do. Like, Jarvis, yeah. tell me what to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that, that's a bit of the FBO. But, like, the, the MPO today, I mean, we mentioned Ricky mm-hmm. um, just a couple mm-hmm. seconds ago. And he was battling out with Kyle Klein. Mm-hmm. It was close until it wasn't. All right. And Calvin was going for the course record, so they're going kind of back and forth between um, Chase and, you know, lead card. Mm-hmm. And it all kind of came down to, like, the last couple holes because Ricky and Kyle were tied, I think, going into 15. Um, Kyle ended up parring, mm-hmm. 15 or 16, I forgot which one. And then Ricky got ahead on a stroke, and then Ricky was up by two going into 18, and Kyle needed to have Ricky Parr and then Kyle Birdie to like, or is that how, no, Kyle had to eagle. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And it just kind of fell apart for Kyle because he ended up throwing out of bounds um, on his second shot. And never actually, like from the like, angle, 
never actually came inbounds on his second shot on a, and the, and he missed Amando. So that was the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like miss Amando, um, left to right dog leg and his disc never came in. So he had to throw from where it went, you know, had gone out of bounds, um, and never came back in. Ricky just kind of pitched out cause he ended up in the rough over on the left side. And then that was the end of it. Like, you know, Kyle got up there, made his putt, um, Adam Hammes and Isaac were on the lead card with them. They kind of sank, and then Ricky ended up cashing in for 40 Gs. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That and it's awesome. kind of funny, too. Like, I remember Ricky was down a couple strokes. You know, he wasn't – he placed fourth, so he's mm-hmm. one, however many strokes back. Three? Is that right? Start the um, – Yeah, third, fourth would have been – so it would have been five, four, three, three. two. So yeah. So he would have been three strokes Two strokes, strokes back. back, yeah. So, yeah, he kind of made his deficit, or, you know, mm-hmm. made up that deficit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Calvin was one, so, like, he fell back, but he's, you know, still kind of put himself in contention. But yeah. by the time he got to, like, hole 14, he, like, he was at minus nine. Or, no, he was going in because he was a couple strokes back, but he shot, he was going for 10 under on the day. Mm-hmm. At one point, it was nine under, and Nate mentioned it. Nate Doss mentioned it. He ended up top banding. A putt when Nate's like, oh, he's got a good chance. You know, he's got to breathe the next two holes. And what happens? Doink. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, what a curse. I know. I mean, you and I have talked about this, but <clears throat> I just, Nate Dawes and his commentary, like so many must make. This is a must make. This yeah. is a tournament defining moment right mm-hmm. here. This is like everything is such a big deal to him. Well, he's trying to build up that moment. Like it means something. And then, yeah, but. But you're like. Hey Nate, he's three holes into the round. Like, <laughs> yeah, this exactly. is must make. Like, yeah. hey Nate, he hasn't even teed off yet. They're just calling his name. Yeah, like, relax, right. relax a little bit. Yeah, because not every shot is a defining shot. Like, no, <laughs> well, I told you too. Like, Ricky just had to pitch out from like this the rough, mm-hmm. you know, into a, like a decent area, and he's like, genius move by Rick right there. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! Like, if anybody else would probably tried to like be a hero and go for it, like. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Stupid chords, yeah. Yep. It's a play that probably 95% of disc golfers would have made just <laughs> pitching out, knowing they all they had to do was make par, you know, pretty, well, whatever. Like, exactly. And, and there's something to be said, that's smart golf, good pitch out. Yes. Like, think that's a smart move. Not, that is brilliant. <laughs> you know, like, and he just, it's the over the top. And it's one of those things, like, in certain areas i'm sure it would be really awesome to have nate around like as a hype guy yeah you know he'd be like a great hype guy but like not as a broadcaster like i don't i just don't i mute i mute i hate yeah. to say it but i mute it i turn it down i just i can't handle <coughs> Excuse it me. <clears throat> but it is what it is you know yeah. and, and i didn't watch any so i can't be critical of this one but i, I can just hear it in my ear right like just in my imagination, I know how this whole thing's gonna go with Nate, yeah. and everything's gonna be such a big deal. And he's gonna be like, I don't know. He's always like, Terry, that was probably the defining shot of his career. <laughs> right? It's like, no, he just made a twenty foot putt. Like, that's <laughs> all it was, you know. Well, I mean, it's a big deal because it does, you know, it, money. Oh, absolutely. you know, you can yeah, swing yeah, yeah. you between, you know, a couple grand here and mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So that's a big deal. You know, like they were talking about Kyle. They're like, oh my God, if he does this, does that mean Calvin's going to jump him and get, mm-hmm. you know, however much money instead of, you know, it was, it was like an $8,000 yeah. swing in money or whatever. Right. Well, and that does make a big difference. Like you make that $8,000 stroke, then it's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So, yeah. But I don't know. But when Nate says it's not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> It is funny because, like, most respect in the world for Nate, one of the best players that ever played the game. <clears throat> and, you know, pivotal, like, he'll be a Hall of Famer. At, or is he already? I don't know if he is yet. Okay. I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Would, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, um, like, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But it was, um other cool thing this weekend was uh, Jerm was on the sidelines. Um mm-hmm. So that was interesting to see him. And he kind of mentioned that, too, um, during the Joe Metz practice round. It was him, uh, Brian Earhart, and Yuli, because Yuli made it. Mm-hmm. And they kind of talked about, you know, how Yuli had this great second half of the season, jumping up, getting into the playoff, and um, how Nevin was just a, a hard course. And mm-hmm. it was kind of fun, too, because they talked about um, – they talked with Brian about 
coaching and his coaching philosophy. And obviously, obviously he and Yuli have done a number of clinics together. Mm -hmm. um, even Brian was even on Yuli's show on DG on DGN the uh, or what I forgot what it was called. Um, it's from scratch to scratch. Yeah, scratch right? to scratch. Yep. Yeah, but he got that guy, and so he brought on a bunch of the discraft people. Mm -hmm. You know, so that was cool. Yeah, so they just kind of talked about coaching, and he's like, "There's one point where Brian's like, oh, I teach it this way,' and then Yuli's like, "Well, actually, I do it this way." You know. Yeah. So it's just kind of cool to hear different opinions and philosophies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just everything. I mean, you're familiar with coaching. I'm familiar with coaching. I mean, we both coached in different sports, and it is, and it's hard because not every athlete responds the same to the same coaching technique. Mm -hmm. So you got to have a little diversity in your coaching. Mm -hmm. But then again, you also got to understand that you're not going to be effective if you're really stepping outside your lane. Yeah. So that's neat. I, I mean, I like I like hearing that. And I think, you know, between Yuli, like I love listening to Yuli because he seems like he'd be a pretty easy down-to-earth guy. Yeah. But I need that drill sergeant. I don't think there's those drill sergeants in coaching, <laughs> in coaching and disc golf. Like, hmm. who would be that guy? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Because I, I couldn't think of a person. Well... I feel like Macbeth would be that type of guy. <laughs> if you really wanted to, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But, yeah, I can't think of anybody that has that type of, like, stoic personality, like, you suck, try it again, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, right. I don't think there's anybody out there that I, I know of. No. Maybe, um, who is it, Andrew, Andrew Fitch? Is he the one that's very, like, this is what it is, like... Was he the one that called out the PDGA yes. the other day? Yeah. I feel like he might be one of those guys. He could be. That he could be. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So, Speaking of McBeast, they had the McBaby. They, oh, they had the McBaby, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I wonder how the McBaby is. I don't know. I just saw an Instagram post because Hannah had posted it, and it was her in the back seat with Paul driving their car and, like, the baby in the back. I was like, oh, cool. Did she have the baby in the back? Yeah. Like of the car? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> At the hospital, but. Oh, I was like. They had it in a car. No, no, no. In the Lotus. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, not the Lotus. McLaren. Yeah, the McLaren. The McLaren. That'd yeah. be that'd be something. That would be. That would be. That's a that's a messy hundred thousand dollar car. <laughs> hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollar car. Holy moly. But yeah, there's just I, I hadn't heard anything about like name or what the deal is. I'm sure it'll be boy keep or it girl. Pretty. I think it's a boy. Okay. I think so. Baby, baby beast. Yeah. The yeah. baby. McBaby. I like McBaby Beat better. Yeah. McBaby Beast. McBaby Beast. <laughs> McBaby Back Rib. Yeah. I was just going through that in my mind. Who was it that that movie? It was uh, Terry Crews. Baby Back. Was it Terry Crews that sung it? No, and he was, it was Austin like, Powers. No, 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 no. Oh, it was. He was, he was I want baby, 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 yeah, baby, I know that. Baby back ribs. They probably could stop. Because I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> um, no, it's where he's like. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Terry Crews because he's like bouncing his boobs while he's doing it, <laughs> and he's like eating his. Oh, is it? It's the McRib. It's in the Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, it's so good, and he's like because he has the McRibs. Yeah, <laughs> and he's singing that song, and he's like bouncing his boobs, and <laughs> I think it's pecs, but yeah, boobs sounds better. Um, all right, anything else to talk about disc golf wise? Oh, we. Um, excuse me, Jeez Louise. Sorry, I got like flat. I'm like, I'm really, I'm really emotional over here. <laughs> Jesus, it's not that big of a deal. No, uh, no, I just got some. So, no, uh, so like the one of the big things I'm, I'm wondering if Brody will talk about it, you know, on tour life. Mm -hmm. The um, the trophies, and, you know, oh, he like, always dogs trophies, yeah, he does. So he said he was gonna take a hiatus, but I was looking at these at the trophies for the championships, and like they're pretty big, like it's mm -hmm. it looks like a, like two Larry O'Brien trophies, you know, like the NBA trophies, like sure. One was like the upside, it was like one's upside down. It looked like a jigger, you know, like what they use for um, bartending. Like it's got oh, like yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. like okay. one of those yeah. with a ball on top. And I was like, okay, or like two traffic cones kind of like on top of each <laughs> yes, other, like both yes. ends. And then like uh -huh. a ball, you know, just a ball on top. And I was like, okay, like whatever, like it's, and then it said Barbasol and Disc Golf Pro Tour or whatever. I'm like, yeah. 
they could have just made a huge razor. Yeah, or a huge barbersaw <laughs> can. Bar, huge barbersaw can and, uh-huh. like, you know, kind of tied it into the skull somehow. But I was like, it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of lazy design. I was like, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's easy. It's simple. Yeah. Instead of stepping out there and trying to do something, especially when, you know, you can understand, like, these little, like, flex starts and C tiers. Like, okay, just go grab oh. your whatevers. Yeah. But, like. You know, I saw, I, I forgot who posted it on Instagram. Um, there were plaques, and I think it was for some Halloween tournament or something coming up this week. Um, I don't know where. But the guy for whatever place you got in whatever tournament it was, there were plaques, but all the plaques had um, Halloween movie villains. So, like, one had Jason, one had Freddy, oh, one had, like, good. Uh, and then it was, like, MA1 champion or, you know, FA. Awesome. Yeah. It's like, ooh, that's kind of memorable and cool. That is, yeah. That is. We did glass, like, glass plaques this year. But they oh were, yeah, I they saw were those. very generic. But oh. I mean, not generic. I mean, they were they were special to disc golf and to us. But it, they were pretty generic. Like I made for all the flexes, I made the same trophy for all mm-hmm. of them. But I think next year I'm going to try to because it's so hard because with flexes we don't know how many divisions we're going to have yeah. or anything like that. Right. So I they have to be. But I think I'm going to do flex specific. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do because. It's also like I don't want to have a bunch of trophies just sitting there <laughs> that I can't use ever again, you know. So here, you're now an FA three champion. <laughs> like FA three from two thousand twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> Flex <Just>, one. <laughs> so that'd be funny. Just hand them out trick or treating. You're like, you get a trophy. <laughs> yes, you get it would be awesome. <laughs> Some kids like, What the heck? This is great. And he goes and puts it on his wall. Look what I won. Have yeah. you ever played before? No, but I won it. <laughs> I think I did that one time with um some kid back in like middle school or grade school they used to hand out um, presidential medals of like for um, what was it? Like, it's like reading or something like that. Something or? like that. Or no, this was in um, gym class. So it was a pre- oh. it was some kind of like gym specific thing. And somebody gave me their medal to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And I brought it home with me and still had it in my pocket. I'm like, hey, uh, look look what I got today. <laughs> Did anyone ever find out about no. it? No. Awesome. So now I, I think you're a stud. Yeah. <laughs> that was. I remember those now because they were like medals that you would get for like running a mile. Yeah, and then something like, like it that. It was like the presidential fitness test. That's yes, what it was. that's what it was. I remember yeah. it now. And yeah. so like I don't know how many kids got them or whatever, but yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll take your medal. <laughs> exactly. I'll hold it for you. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Who was it that you did it? Took it from <sighs> I don't even remember oh. some kid that wasn't. I mean, it was like third or fourth grade. Like, oh, okay. kids move around, yeah. you know. Well, I was kind of hoping like we still knew him, and he's like some dude that can barely walk. No, he's so big not now. that I know of. <laughs> some dude that can barely walk. <laughs> remember when you used to be fit? Yeah. <laughs> remember when you got the presidential fitness award? <laughs> yeah. Because I still have it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, did you ever give it back to him? No, it's still hanging on my parents. Are you serious? Oh, no, it's not hanging on my parents' wall. I think I have it somewhere. Oh, okay. Because, um, yeah, it was like I had it on my wall with, like, um, most improved player for, for college for my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And then I had, like, two county medals for track and field. So, like, they're all kind of, like, uh-huh. around each other at some point. I'm like, did, huh. you, did you every time you walk by you feel like an imposter? No. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but, like, at one point, like, I – I kind of forgot like how I got it. I was like, did I actually earn this or what? But I was like, uh-huh. oh no, I think I got it from somewhere else. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's good. That'd be funny. Like you hear all the time about um, people leaving their trophies at Airbnbs for like second and third place mm-hmm. and just like pick it up. You're like, hey, check out what I got. You know, <laughs> look what I did. I came in and say, oh, that's funny. I don't know. I don't think I've ever done that. Um, I have accepted first place trophies when I was the only person in a division while I was writing. BMX, yeah, I did do that. So I have a couple first place trophies that, I mean, I won them. Like technically, they're mine. Sure, but I don't know if I really deserve them. <laughs> you know, one of those things. Oh, that reminds me of a competition. So I used to be in rollerblading, mm-hmm. into, like aggressive, roller, like aggressive, like street skating. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And so oh, you were a blader. I was a blader. <laughs> nice. I, I, well, and a skateboarder. Like I did okay. both, but I was more into um, rollerblading because like I sucked at skateboarding for a while. <laughs> But I remember I entered a competition and there's three guys in my division. And then my friend entered a competition and he was in a different division because he was just like a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I think he was the only one in his division. 
and he like rubbed it in my nose that he got first place. I'm like, dude, you were the only person in your division. I had to compete against like a couple other people. He's like, yeah, but like check out my trophy. It's like, exactly. Double birds to you, dude. Yeah. Like that's, uh. so I think I have three wins in disc golf. <laughs> And um, one of them is I was the only person in the division. <laughs> and it was my own tournament. It was one of the flexes. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, so there were two other people that were supposed to play MA40 or MP40. Yeah. And I went out and played and did pretty well. And They just never showed they up? They just never played. Oh. And so I was like, oh, great, guys. Thanks. I went out and played my <laughs> own, divi- own tournament, <laughs> own division. So, all right. We'll get into Ben's random question now. Okay. So he did leave us with one. Yeah. Was there ever a book you had to read or assigned that you had to do in a school that influenced who you are as a person today? I didn't read. <laughs> so I've, I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before. Oh, um, a book or assignment. No, oh, book or assignment. Okay. Oh, is assignment. that what it said? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess maybe assignment. Oh, sorry. So I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll continue. I, okay. I have. Yeah. Very bad dyslexia, and I've always had reading troubles. Like, I still probably read on, like, a sixth or seventh grade reading level. So I hate reading because it takes me forever, and I have to reread pages, and, like, I just – it's not good for me. Um, But I do it. You know, obviously, I have to get by, and having a business, you kind of have to read certain things. Yeah, right. (laughs) But – so reading is not. Assignments that changed me – Man, I never took school that serious, honestly. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, so there was an assignment in. I was, it was must have been tenth grade or ninth grade, um, and it was a influential. Who was the most in, impactful person in your life? And it okay. was the very first time I'd ever really thought about who my role models were. And I think that one was one because mm. then it kind of created almost my identity and my path, like who I should be, where I should go, what I should do. Sure. Like that type of stuff. So that was one. Okay. I, I jokingly said Beowulf. Yeah, I saw that in the text. Because <laughs> I loved that book yeah. or I loved listening to that book because I went to the library and got the audiobook book version of it. I loved that book. Loved that book. And then they came out with the one where it was uh, – Angelina Jolie was. Oh yeah. Um, why can't I remember the beast's name? But that was the, like his mother. Yeah, and oh, she was crazy the CGI. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say like, didn't they do a motion capture kind of like the uh, Polar Express yes. kind of movie with it? Yep. Yeah, because it was um, Russell Crowe as um, Beowulf, and mm-hmm. then. Angelina Jolie is the, and they had a whole bunch of slew of like characters yeah, that were big, good. It, it was, was a big deal when it, it came out. Yeah. I remember that. It did not follow the book one iota. I yeah. mean, kind of, but not really, not really at all. Hmm. So other than having the characters names and then vague resemblances of settings, but that's, that was about it. So yeah. So that was that. Hmm. Okay. What about you? All right. So... I think this was like 10th or 11th grade uh, U.S. history class. And so our teacher gave us a a sheet with like a bunch of different things that we could choose from. And the thing that I chose for this project was you could either write a report or make a mixtape. And so I kind of did both. Like I wrote, I made a mixtape of... Um, a bunch of different things, a bunch of different songs spanning from like the 1940s, I believe is when it, I started, all the way up to the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. And basically what I did was I found all these songs and then um, it was like Elvis, uh, whatever, like some like, you know, 80s hair band and mm-hmm. like mid 90s, like a bunch of different genres and stuff. And so I did that and then I had to explain like, okay, through the decades, this is what the sounds like. This is how it um, changed. And then like when the nineties came around, like I was like, okay, and hip hop, like sampling is a big thing. So I took like a song from this and then like replayed the 70s song or whatever song they sampled from and mm-hmm. all that. Um, and it just gave me, I mean, I was always into music, but it just gave me a bigger appreciation for it. And maybe um, just 
like made me want to like dive a little deeper into musicality of songs and things right. of that nature and just explore a little more. Yeah. Did yeah. you sample the Vanilla Ice and Devo? How Vanilla Ice with Ice oh, Ice no, Baby? That was, that was, um, Wasn't it Devo that he took it from? No, um, Queen. Oh, it was Queen great. and David Bowie. That's Under right. pressure. <laughs> no, but uh, then there's a, there's a Wyclef song um, that sampled like the Bee Gees staying alive. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Yeah, I did the, I did the Vanilla Ice one. And there was, a, I think there's another song that I played and then like showed the sample too. Yeah. So yeah. Was I love how I uh, Vanilla Ice, so um, he got, he got in trouble for copyright, didn't he? Yeah. Because he was song. like trying to like, he was trying to explain how like there's the simple difference yeah. of like, you know, the ding. Ding. <laughs> Yeah. That kind of, Yeah. <laughs> And then they, yeah, they got him on that. Uh-huh. And then he regretted it, or like he regretted his music. Yeah. Um, Did you see him when they brought him back on MTV and he destroyed? Yes. <laughs> yes. He was never allowed well, back then, on MTV. And then he went into like hard rocker kind of mode for mm-hmm. a while, like mm-hmm. almost like ICP, like yes. that kind of situation. Not like, not like the face paint, like juggle no. face paint or anything, but like no. he kind of wanted to be like that more hardcore. Yep. Rapper, mm-hmm. and, and then, then he, he went kind of like quad racing for a while. Yeah, yeah. And yeah he's he actually really good. Racer. Yeah, he's actually really good. He was Robert Van Winkle. Yep. And <laughs> I got to actually watch him. We were at a Monster Jam, and they had a quad race in the middle of the Monster oh, Jam, really? like between like sets. Yeah. And we went and watched, and I was like, "That's Vanilla Ice," and he got mad because they played Vanilla Ice, like oh, Ice Ice Baby, yeah. while he was out there, like when they were coming out. And okay. He was like flipping everybody off. He was like mad they There's, were playing that song. There's some animosity there. <laughs> he's embraced it now, yeah, though, I think. I think but, so. I think he's kind of turned a corner on it. Yeah. But there's a number of um, musical acts that th- they've gotten big off of, like, you know, a song. Like a one hit wonder. Well, not even that. Like, I, De La Soul got like their big hit when um three feet high rising was me myself and i and through the years like people just kept like wanting them to play that but they had other material and they just they regret that song so much and i remember they they had a live album come out and they started playing it they're like we're not playing this because you want to we're playing this and like in the middle of the song it's like how'd it go do we something i forgot what the line is but like or is it because we hate the song? Like they sang that in the middle <laughs> of the album because like they just resented That's singing awesome. it so much. I've I've oh. heard that Disturbed is starting to get that with Sound of Silence. Oh, okay. That when they go to crowds and they're like in their um in their sets, yeah. That encore songs, they're, everybody's always asking for Sound of Silence and all that stuff, and like they're kind of just tired of playing. It. Sure, because they're like Disturbed's been around for how like a decade, probably two decades now, or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh yeah. And since they put that out, now all of a sudden they're mainstream. I mean, they were always mainstream in the rock. Yeah, you know, right. And then all of a sudden, like everybody knew who Disturbed was, and and they're like they're just tired of it. Like they're filling stadiums, but. They just they don't want to play that. I guess song like very the much. one song I think of is like "Down with the Sickness." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that's the one song I associate with that more than yep. I, yeah, yeah. There's that. I mean, they have a lot of really good songs, but yeah, because they were uh, bodies as well, aren't they? Oh, or is that Pod? Drowning Pool. Drowning Pool. That's who that is. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think. I have so many other albums, like, but I get that whole. Oh like, yeah, Pod was another. Yeah. band that like I tried to get into, but I don't think I really got into them that much. Well, so they were the interesting ones because they came from. The Christian realm. So they oh, were a right. Christian band yeah. that went mainstream and then slightly started to turn their Christian roots into try to be a little more mainstream. Yeah. And as soon as they did that, they just they okay. pooed. Um, but that was another good one. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. that was a lot of Creed was the same way, but they made it really big and they stayed there for a while. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Everybody, was that Eddie Vedder, right? No, Eddie Vedder is Pearl. No. He's Pearl Jam, but they had a, they had a, I think Pearl Jam and Creed had like a feud. Did they? Someone, yeah. sounded too much alike or what? No, no, (laughs) no. Um, David Ledbetter. No, Eddie, Eddie. Eddie Vedder's with Pearl Jam. And who's Ledbetter? I don't know. Or am I just making up a noise? Uh, (laughs) It could be putting random words together. Oh, all right. We went down music road. We went down random (laughs) crap. 
We talked about disc golf a little bit. Yeah. Um, I guess we do a quick shop update. Okay. All right. We have 120 discs coming in from Innova, and we have 85 discs coming in from Clash. Um, so they both should be here this week. Um, so keep an eye on the site. We have basically every mold from Clash we should have in shop by, I believe he says it's coming in Tuesday. Ooh. And then um, by the end of the week, we should have... I call it their legacy line, but I kind of went with a lot of their legacy molds, um, Firebirds and oh, sure. you know all those, uh, so T-Birds, um, Rocks, like that type of stuff. So I went with a lot of their stuff, but I, I did it basically in um, Star, Halo, and Metal Flake. Oh, you and guys are then, able to get Halo? We are, yes. Oh, now, they're actually stocking, cool. but not Team Stamp yet. Oh, got it. So Because okay. we're not at a factory store yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Um, they were fantastic to talk to, by the way, I have to say. I actually called them and I You're said, I want to update. You're coming around or oh, what? I'm coming around. I'm okay. Coming around. Still not factory store, though. Yeah. Still not factory store. But um, East, I called and I just like, hey, like I, I haven't placed an order in a while. And and she's like, oh, really? Why not? And it was this like English chick. It was really cool. Like her, it was like Australian or English or something yeah. like that, but she had a really cool accent. And, um, but she was like, oh, how come? And I was like, well, one, we... We came across a bunch of Innova stuff. And then second, like, I just don't like ordering for you guys because I can't get anything I wanted. And now I can finally see stuff. And she was like, oh, yeah, well, production is a little bit better now and all that stuff. And I go, so what about team times? Oh, you got to go through factory store. I was like, nope, not going to happen. Yeah. And I told her that. I was like, that's not going to happen. Like, every time I go to them, they say you got to, they wait, had to wait a year for my account. I was like, we've been four years, five years now with an account. No, six years with an account because I started the account as a club. I'm like, well, now you haven't spent enough money, so we can't. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, man. Um, and I explained that to her many things. And I changed the code, and she was like, yeah, we'll get this out tomorrow. I was like, awesome. okay. So wow. that's great. Yeah, I was so happy. So really good. Innova East, turn around. I'm doing pretty okay. well with you. All right. But, yeah, we did um, basically, like I said, a lot of their legacy walls. And then Clash, I basically went through, and what we didn't have on the shelf, I ordered some. Yeah. So we put nice. it together. So you, you, Okay, so – Speaking of Clash, you want to, I want to get my hands on the double study plastic. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There was know. only one mold that had the double study. I, I think, think it's it was the Wild Hunt. Oh. Oh, it was the Wild Hunt. You're right. It was a special edition Wild Hunt. Okay. My costs were 18 bucks on that thing. I was like, I'm not going to bring that in. Oh, all right. I think that it looks cool. I don't know <laughs> much mm-hmm. about it. Like, I don't know if it's like, I, I know it probably has nothing to do with gyro, like, mm-hmm. or whatever, but mm-hmm. I just think it looks like the... Way it's on the so it's essentially halo plastic, yeah. it's their version of halo plastic. So, what they do because well, they've is, had because Clash has they have some halo stuff come out, like Bobby showed us that disc, right? And I think some other people have bought it elsewhere mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. other than Bobby, but and they, they have it kind of mistakenly that happens, like when they're changing colors, yeah. But and I haven't chatted with Bobby directly about this, but what I would assume is that they have injection molders that can do. Two different types of plastic. Yeah. And with just like a switch of a button. Right. And it seems like what they're doing is in the middle of it. They're just switching a button uh, and then injecting. So they're doing kind of a half and half thing. Got it. From what I understand, there's a triple coming out as well. Um, I hope I was allowed to say that. <laughs> like a special plastic. Night Owls exclusive. I know. Well, <laughs> for all 300 of you people. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, anyways, we'll keep just walking on that one. Um, so, I, I just got a text from another shop owner. Oh. What's that hot stamp machine? Um, it's illegal now. <laughs> yeah, it's illegal now. Don't even bother buying it anymore. I mean, um, we can still throw them in like league and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can still throw them anyways. Yeah. If someone calls you out on a hot stamp, like, yeah. seriously. Get a life. <laughs> Stop playing disc golf if that stroke matters that much. Um, yeah, so I got a whole bag full right here. <laughs> Check exactly. them out. Exactly. So, and I am in a talks right now with a stamp designer that I'm going to buy like kind of a cool, fun stamp. Mm. I'm going to do like for the shop and, um, Still working with my, because I'm like, I don't know what I want. Like, you asked me to draw a straight line, it's going to look like a circle. So, like, you need, and he's like, I don't really like coming up with something out of nothing. I'm like, all right, we'll figure something out. So, (laughs) but I'm going to buy some real nice, cool stamp. And I think next year I'm just really going to focus on doing only custom run stamps Hmm. um, and just putting it out with, like, a real nice, fun you know, stamp or not a fun, but like a good tasteful stamp and not like a real busy one, just a good tasteful stamp that I can put on, 
and I'm, that's all I'm going to order is those for probably the first half of the year oh. and just get a bunch of our logos and yeah. marketing out there. Um, so there you go. That's what you got look, to look forward to. I think outside of that, I don't have much else. Okay. You have anything? No, Ben. Okay. What was Ben's thing that he pushed? He's a, the inspirational message because I was asking if there's any inspirational, anything yeah. inspirational you want to leave us with? You want to say it or me? No, <laughs> I'll find it real quick. Or you probably have it up. Yeah, I have it up. Okay. <clears throat> so Ben's inspirational and insightful ending is Denny's is a waffle house for people who can't fight. <laughs> I like the statement, but I think it's I not factual. No. I disagree 100%. I, I was sitting in a Denny's. I feel like Denny's has way more fights that break out. Agreed. So my stepmother... Used to do night shift at Denny's yeah. for years. So we would always go there. She would always start a shift at like five o'clock or six o'clock in the afternoon. And we would go there and I would like go sit down like after practice or something like that and get my sunrise scrambler or whatever. And we'd just hang out. And there were plenty of times where like my buddies and I would go after a movie or something like that. And there would be random fights that would break out all the time. Oh, yeah. Just drunk dudes like yeah. come in and I feel like it's Waffle House for the rich guys. Oh, huh. that's what I think. Hmm. I wonder if anybody or if Waffle House for people with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Risley's still probably a big fan of Waffle House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He had the uh, Waffle Warden. Yeah, he was like the first one to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but I could just imagine some guy getting in a fight. It's like, boom, there's your grand slam. <laughs> what a grand slam. Here it is, fool. So I did see one time there was this old dude. Like, it was this old black guy. And it was this younger, I'm 90% sure he's Puerto Rican, but I'm just assuming. So he was Latin yeah. of some sort. Um, now, keep in mind, this is Miami. And this older black guy was sitting there. And he kept telling this guy, like, boy, back off me. And he was sitting with a lady friend. I don't know if, okay. like, either it was his daughter or his lady. And he's like, boy, sit down. Like, and he kept saying that, boy, sit down. You don't want none of this. Boy, sit down. And all of a sudden, I seen a salt shaker <laughs> bounce off this dude's head. Yeah. Like, like the Puerto Rican guy's head. Because he was the guy that was getting mouthy and he was uh. pretty drunk. <laughs> and it this thing hit him so hard. And you know, like restaurant salt shakers, like they're indestructible. Yeah. It broke. Ooh. It hit him hard. <laughs> and immediately you saw like a huge knot on his head. And he was like falling back. <laughs> and it was almost immediate. By the time the cops got there, his hat wouldn't even sit on his head. This knot was so big <laughs> on his head. Oh my God. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Some old like and when I say like an old black dude, like he was like 60. 70 maybe like and at the time like i'm like 20 sitting there you know i was 18 maybe 19 sitting there watching this and my friend and i were like oh my goodness this is the best we're sitting at the counter we're just loving this whole scene i could see yuli let's see how this plays out (laughs) exactly (laughs) let's see how this plays out and then nate dosko that was a game (laughs) (laughs) that was a pivotal move right there terry Oh, man. Oh, he's going to hate me if he ever meets me. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't think there's anything else. You got anything inspirational for us? Keep on keeping on. If we see you this weekend, we have the door. Was that a Joe Dirt? (laughs) I'm your sister reference. Wait, what? Keep on keeping on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Keep on keeping on. You know, I was just going to say, you know, uh, if you see us at Door County Fall Classic this weekend. Right. Say hi, whatever. Yeah, come on over. I don't come know if Ben's going to be around or if he's coming up at all. I don't think he no. will. I but there's he will. a number of team members and things around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, basically almost everybody will be around. So come on, come on over. And I will not be participating in it, but I will be there the whole time because mm-hmm. it got set up and then I'll be manning the door disc golf temp store there on Sunday. Is Saturday the doubles <clears> tournament? Saturday's doubles. Yeah. Yep, Saturday's doubles, and we will have the shop open on Saturdays, and we will Saturday, and then we will also have just kind of a small assortment of discs mm. there on site. Yeah, um, but the shop will also be open, um, and then Sunday we'll have the shop closed, and everything will be set up at um, the orchards. So, yeah, but I think outside of that, um, I don't know. I don't got anything inspirational today. Okay, yeah, keep it between the 
white and yellow line. Sounds good. Is that, is that the color of the lines in the street? Yeah. White and yellow. All right, there you go. Keep it between those two lines. <laughs> Preferably not. Nah, sorry, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, deuces in the toilet. Peace out. Is there anything Stop. else we should say? <laughs> no, that's enough tagline. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drop one of them pretty soon. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, <clears throat> you got our OnlyFans coming out pretty soon or what? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.